Psyad Nishmaya, here's the following question. From the onset of my youth, I've always found great difficulty in cultivating deep and profound relationships with friends, since I've always stored within me a far greater intellectual and emotional capacity, and of one that continuously grows at a much faster rate than my peers. Just for the record, I happen to be a very social, successful, lovable person, thank God. People say I have a special charm as well. So, number one, it's regardless of my of codependency, thank God, not the issue in my case, how should one carry themselves through this world of relationships and to avoid the pain of anxiety and frustration when meeting new people which seem to have potential in this regard, particularly because I will be going for my year in Israel, and certainly I don't want to make it my quote-unquote everlasting taste and experience of my year in Israel. Number two is, how does one turn the sensational aspect of an experience or relationship into a concrete slash non-fleeting experience and transcend the pleasure of the stimulation and feelings into a really bonafide connection with friends, with all people we engage with and ultimately with God? So first of all, as much as it's a very interesting question, more importantly, it's a very fundamental question for our Avodah Hashem. As Hashem like to address this question for their kingdom, this special Chabura approach a question from the Torah, both Batimedrish, Rav Noach Weinberg Zetzal, Mahavda Ben Chaim Al-Chaim, Rav Daniel Kelishlita. It's Hashem to emerge with the Yesod that can answer both questions. Siyad Nishmayim. And just to point out again, this is not a psychology chabura, it's a Torah chabura, and the simple difference is between the two is that in Torah chabura, again, we're trying to turn this stimulating question, questions, into a derech into a relationship with ourselves, with the Jewish people, with humanity as a whole, and ultimately with our Father in Heaven not just to give over from ourselves and from our experiences of life but rather to share from our heritage and the way that we perceive Tyra and certainly working with our Messiah from Chazal Arbiseinu, Harishainim, Achreinim and particularly from the Tyra of these two Bate Medjish Let's begin. I'd like to be Makdim, a marshal, a parable which has given over by Rabbi Kalish Lita, as follows. You have a bar mitzvah bocher and his beautiful bar mitzvah, and someone gets up and he gives, he says, the same joy that you have today. I like to be mavorich, the bar mitzvah bocher, right? What's the, what's the guy saying? Like, do you even believe it's possible? Do you believe it's true? First be sincere about what you're saying, you know? What are you saying to the bar mitzvah bocher? Says a stale man, which has no joy, not thinking about what he's saying. I like to be mavorich. You that simcha shel mitzvah, the same... Time and putting on film for the first time, you have that for the rest of your life. So, what, what's going on? You don't believe it's true? Mimela, what is the bracha? Number two, you can have a beautiful chasana, young couple just got married, and you see how, you know, how they're so cohesive and together and close. 
And then you meet a couple married for 40, 50 years, and like it's come out hilarious. You see how they're not like cynical, but they're like so blunt, they're so in sync with each other. You know, a couple of Benetari that have built a lot together. He's mentioned about his parents, a few brachim to his parents. Just to see, you know, the it's a certain stage, the 50-year married couple. And they've built a lot together, completely in sync with each other. Now, certainly that bar mitzvah bocher, that, you know, young chassan and kala have something that is very impressive, you know, that excitement, that, that, that spark and so on. But the older couple, which has built tremendous amount together, have the young kappa zero shaykhs to that. Because the essence, and just very briefly to go ahead and point this out, is that Kol that you didn't invest in that tefillin. He hasn't developed a relationship to the tefillin, which is built over time and years, and Pashut giving in and investing tremendously in it. You did not have a relationship. The 50-year-old couple, which has built a whole life together, Kol that you were Meiser Nefesh for the other person, Put in even through difficult times, you haven't built that relationship. Now, there's two aspects. You have the sensation, which is a gift of Akadish Baruch Hu, it certainly is amazing to have. But in order to enhance that spark and to keep it alive, and as we find, there's so many people getting divorced. The divorce rate is Pashat skyrocketing and unfortunately has seeped into our Machna as well into Kal Yisrael and there's a great Yisod of the Ravid of Nabali Nefesh. The Ravid says that one of the reasons Avana why the Torah is Mitzavah and Hilchah is Taras HaMeshpacha is that in order to go ahead and preserve right a marriage certainly there has to be dinim of our and not only to go ahead and keep the spark when it's supposed to be in right the appropriate time appropriate place but rather to give that time of building the relationship aspect of the kesher between man and his wife now the truth is that this is so is applicable to all of our relationships Similar to the concept of codependency, you have an aspect within here that we mentioned that we spoke about in the past, is that if one is always focused on the sparks in a relationship, always about, am I feeling good? Do they understand me? Can they communicate and relate to me, my level of sophistication? Do they have my capacity? Could be they do, could be they don't. But if one is constantly craving the sensational aspect of a relationship, of the good feelings, the vibes, and whichever word you like to use most, it's not going to grow because call it a person is focused on that specific area of I'm I'm looking for the feeling. I know when I'm having a intellectual, right, in-depth conversation with somebody else. But I, if I'm looking for this, you say that I'm Tomid Misaira for this, you know, feeling and 
excitement. So it doesn't matter how deep of a conversation, doesn't mean how doesn't matter how deep the understanding, even if the other guy has a capacity, if the yesai, if the basis of the relationship is built on that idea of that feeling, so you're always going to be craving the spark. Dino, when a person is having intellectual conversation, there's two things minimally going on. Break into two. You have the sensational aspect, I'm being stimulated, number one. Number two is that we're exchanging thoughts, feelings, okay, we're building a connection, a relationship, we're understanding each other. We're having this mutual, beneficial relationship of understanding. And then you have the result of you taking pleasure in this conversation. If one is always anticipating the reason why you want to have this conversation, certainly it stimulates you, but if that's a person's whole focus, if that's his lifeline, and it can be for various reasons, things going on in his life, and, and so on, certainly doesn't mean he loses his capacity, he grows and develops more consciously and subconsciously, but if a person's always craving the levavecha aspect, your heart, your connection, certainly if a person is also emotionally developed, not only intellectually developed, not as common to find with youngsters having that combination and holding it at the same level, but certainly exists. And that type struggles with this a lot. But to remember, chas v'shalom, and it's a little bit connected to codependency, is that in many ways you're connected and what you're striving for is not the actual relationship. Be focused. Are you craving the relationship? The connection of mutual understanding of building a derech avod right? and avod and caring for people you're becoming a greater idealist which all that comes in subconsciously. Focus. What is the conscious thought? Is it my, my heart really is going out I'm wearing out in pain and I just need that support and the way to work about it is having these deep conversations about living about perspective about our capacity of emotion what it's about what's it serving for it doesn't always have to be directly ta you know tackling the issue that's being involved in that in that person's life but something going and continuously developing over an extended period of time, you have to focus in what is being said over here. What is? What am I saying? What am I trying to develop? Am I trying to develop my feeling aspect that I have a source of life, a lifeline? Is it right, chayenu? Or is it I'm genuinely just having a healthy relationship? And that laniostite is a very big oifin to go in and detect and Defined to see what am I doing, and certainly you can have both in both aspects. You can have I'm also developing a relationship, and that's my icker focus. And certainly I'm not craving the connection, the sensational aspect of the connection, right? With no control, rather to learn to step back. And as the pasuk says, So certainly referring to physical pleasures, which you know stimulation and so on having a sensational aspect in a relationship it can also come and express itself physically but is it the appropriate time appropriate place and if it's going out of hand so then certainly one can go ahead and see and define 
what is the dominant factor over here? Another way to say it is define from my perspective am I getting closer to him or I'm bringing him closer to me? If it's I'm bringing him closer, closer to me so the pull of him getting the understanding the other party involved in the relationship is it's about I have to feel my sensational aspect of who I am it's certainly very deep but it's not always the appropriate time appropriate place and that means things could be going on which can have a tremendous unhealthiness and that's when we spoke about, Rikesh mentioned, the way we spoke about the concept of Levada, acquiring from within, building from within, if my whole self-appreciation is based on the other person. But this is coming into the aspect of turning sensation into relationship. That's a, one way to define and to identify what's going on in the relationship. Fine. That's number one. Now, we'll get to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu's title. So... We mentioned the Rambam in the past, the Rambam Parish Mishnais and Perikalf Mishnavov. The Rambam said that there are three levels in a relationship. Quoting Aristotle, actually, interestingly enough, he says that you have the lowest darga, the Avas Tainug, mutually beneficial relationship, as we said, you know, person one guy has the brains, the other guy has the money in a business deal, so right, so they go ahead and they pair up and that's how they work. Now call it that once you see it's no longer worth it, you'll go ahead and leave the relationship. Number two, is Avas Pitochan, you're completely secure with the person and then you come to level three, Avas Milam. Right, which is taking pleasure in the other person's virtues and identifying with his virtues. So there we, we mentioned this Rambam in another context, but I'd like to bring it into this one as well. Avas Tainug, the lowest level, mutually beneficial. If I'm focused on mutually beneficial, so certainly that's the sensational aspect. Once you see that the relationship is no longer worth it, you can go ahead and leave it. Or at least convince ourselves until a point that you really are brought down ad kedekach, that the person's crushed within himself. Then you come to the next stage, avas tainug, avas bitochon, which is avas minucha, you're completely secure in the relationship. He's not going to say, he's never going to say anything about you. You can tell him anything. And the second ava, that the Rama avas bitochon, avas minucha, that's avas minucha, completely secure, but also the ava, that the natural ava between men and women, As Ramam calls in the second level of relationship, avas hano, and pleasure. Um, it's a deeper pleasure because you can also build. It's a place of building, not like the first one, which is avas te'elis. Sorry, the first dargah is avas te'elis, just beneficial, mutually beneficial. And the second one, certainly which requires more investment, certainly more profound. But the common denominator of the first two levels is that it's about how I feel. It's about me. And certainly it does not mean at all we should go ahead and dismiss the way we feel and not take that into account. But as we mentioned that the decide one of the decide is to identify what is the purpose, what is the fuel which is really giving the power to this relationship. Is it about the sensation involved? It's mutually beneficial as long as it's no, long, no longer stimulating and so when I convince myself intellectually it's no longer worth it, I'm going to just book out. Or even the second level, Avas Bitochon, the guy bursts out of his illusion, see the guy 
betrayed him, turned his back on him, right? And obviously, he was in a real way. And Avas Hano, as much as a person felt that it can be walking into paradise, but that um, dream didn't come true, person will also again leave that relationship. But Avas Milo is never totally in. How does the other person make me feel in terms of understanding me? Avas Milo, again, no matter how annoying a child can be, right? The parents will always go ahead and point out his Milo in a healthy case. Yeah, someone who loves you more than anyone else. Your parents. Right? My parents. And who sees your faults more than anyone else? Your parents. Aye, so where's the where's the love go? Rather, they identify him with his virtue. As Ramam says, definition of love, identifying the person with their virtue, taking pleasure in their virtue, and dismissing their fault. Identify them with who they really are, the Tselem and the Kim that they are. So that doesn't change, and certainly can take a process of therapy to get back to that state. And that your Shemaim, that Avas Hashem, releasing the beauty in every single human being. Independently of your relationship with them, and Lefi Goydel Hayediyah says the Rambam then the Chuva and Meir Nevuchim in accordance to the knowledge of knowing the other person Kach Tegdel Avo. Now the question is asked: Zechiv of a Hafter Chakomayich to love all Jews equally? Is it really equal? So certainly not, because once we define what love. Tyrus Mitzavah to love people, love Hashem, you have to begin with Yediyah, with knowledge, and then move on to Vashivosalavach, then return it to your heart. If it doesn't start intellectually, the intellectual understanding of the relation of the relationships of the minds doesn't go anywhere. It's about you. Now the greatest way to go ahead and develop this idea, appreciating the other person's milos, identifying him with his milos with his virtue, and taking pleasure in that. So the guy says, you know, how could you love your son, right? Isn't he hy- uh, hypochondriac? How could you love the hypochondriac? So the parents, oh, you know, he's sickly. As a kid, they'll excuse his fault. Now, the guy down the street, which dislikes the kid, he'll say that all his milos are not real, they're not true, they're not authentic, and they'll identify him with his chesronos. Now, we come to something very, very deep over here, which is this concept regarding turning sensation into relationship. The third level that the Rambam describes, Ava Smaila, loving someone through virtue, it's completely dependent on the Ani, on me, as Rishon Mishkop explains it in Saktom Teshar Yosher. The Ani over here, I think we conclude from the Rambam, is that it's completely dependent upon you. The Hainu, the relationship, the way you relate to this human being, the way that your emotions kick in regarding this person, is completely and 100% completely on you. Because you are using your own mind, your own sense of perspective, your perception, your experience of life, and focusing all of that on the mitzvah of Vahav to the Recha Kamocha, of loving your fellow Jew as you should. And the full appreciation is not dependent whatsoever on the way the other guy relates to me. And Mikhevan Shekech, 
the only way to come to really turning in a deeper way, to turning sensation into relationship, is by the third level, the third darg of the Rambam, of Ava smile, of appreciating someone else's smile, because then it's not totally in sensation, it's totally in my appreciation of me proactively using my mind and my heart to appreciate this person's virtue. So, what we conclude with this Nikuda is that the way we can turn sensation into relationship is first, certainly what we mentioned, the Bar Mitzvah boy putting on the tefillin, investing, once the only person that has a relationship to his tefillin, you know, getting the spark will come. The guy loses his tefillin, right? So after, and then Benesi gets it back, so we'll have that spark. But otherwise, what are you saying? The same joy you have today, chas v'shalom, certainly... What you want is that you should develop a relationship, not the same joy today, which is just the spark and so on. Obviously, again, trying to explain what they're saying. It's when the guy says he's, he's a tzaddik and he's all good. But the same joy you have today regarding a tefillin, regarding a chasana, is that the spark you have today, go ahead and turn that into a relationship, into understanding, profound and deep, invest, put in. The Western man is so focused on the sensational aspect that they forget that time of building relationship, of commitment. As we know, what's the Yesod of Torah mitzvahs? People say, oh, it's mitzvahs, it's laws, it's instructions for living, which is all true, but you're missing the boat. The boat is, Torah essentially is a relationship. And therefore, if you're focused on the relationship, so certainly the obligation part, and just to put this in, is not viewed as a, as a burden. Yeah, the guy's in love. He's in love. She's in love. Amazing. But once you hit the point of, you know, I don't find it's worth it. It's not, the relationship is not totally anymore. And the avasmela, seeing virtue and appreciating the virtue and identifying the person with the virtue. So then that's when things start getting shaky. And that's what we know. And that's where a lot of this episode comes from. Tremendous skyrocketing numbers of, you know, divorce. So that's regarding the relationship when to build it. So certainly the young couple has something zero shaykh as to the older couple which has been married for 50 years. But I think the sort of turning sensation to relationship coming off this Rambam of Ava Smaila. It's all totally in me. If the relationship is completely dependent upon me, not dependent on them, and this is the way I can identify what is my, the nature of the relationship. Is it because they're responding to me, how they're responding to me, that's what I'm going to get. It doesn't matter, how much, doesn't matter how much coding I'm putting around with my deep conversations about living, if it's from the feeling, if the Kesher and the Chibur, the relationship is built off the feeling that comes after the conversation, if that is the only thing that you feel is building the relationship, or if that's the main aspect, so then can be a lot of unhealthiness in that. I think, we answered the first question as well after being marked in this side. Which is, you know, as again, we'll go over it from, from the onset of my youth, I've always had great difficulty cultivating deep and profound relationships with friends. So certainly there's a concept of a person going to have a greater capacity and so on. But certainly, Akash Baruch Hu presents us with the people that we have for a reason and not only to just grow and understand ourselves more, but rather to develop in a deeper way our perspective on the world, our perspective on Tyra, we can go ahead and ultimately that's the ultimate relationship that we crave and certainly not coming to deny the relationship, the human relationship, which is so, so important. We're not trying to be from 
And Yeshiva's over here, and it's all about relating everything back to HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch created these relationships, not just as a parable, not just as a mushal. Certainly that we can relate to our relationship with our Father in Heaven and have these associations built within our psyche, but obviously to go ahead and take the lessons and what the Torah wants to produce. Don't bear grudge, don't take revenge. It's only possible if a person acquires Levada, right, to acquire from within, and not only that, it's all totally in me, it's all totally in the me, in the picture, how much of me is being invested in the relationship and not craving for them to be Arnulael, as you mentioned. And that's why, as Rikesh mentioned, that that's where the Terry is Makdim, why is that the introduction of not bearing a grudge, not taking revenge to the mitzvah of loving your friend? Because you're only shaykh to loisikim loisitos b'nei amecha. It's not psychology. Only if you acquire from within and you build that ani. And then, and only then, you'll be able to come and engage and impact the world and certainly impact in a healthy way. That was regarding the concept of lavadev, codependency, but this is also regarding the aspects of turning the sensation into the relationship. Mainly, the way we answer the question is, certainly I think the second part is clear, but number one is really an outgrowth of question number two. I think that's the practical way to go ahead and about it, certainly to acquire from within, but to identify with myself, what I'm feeling. And to take first have that knowledge, that yidiyah, and then return it to your heart. And as a conversation, you know, the best way to build relationship is not you having all these magical kumzases, which are beautiful. And again, it's a matnas Hashem, it's a gift from Hashem. But it's built from the day-to-day, or you can even call them mundane activities that we engage with in a daily routine. The conversation, exchanging thought, and that's what build the relationship and the kesher and the closeness. She brought with the mashal with the 50-year-old couple, Kedilisa Leal. I may like to conclude with the famous line of the Kotzker. Kotzker Rebbe, which said, If I am I, because you are you, and I'm not I, and you're not you, you're only responding to him. But if I am I, because I am I, and you are you, because you are you, then I am I, and you are you. And I hope everyone takes on those who listen to the shir to apply the concepts that are applicable to my life and the areas that I can relate to it and that's why specifically we don't spell everything out. As the Pasuk says, to go ahead and transform this relationship to a healthy, deep of appreciation and ultimately through the Havana of the Bria understanding Akash Baruch's creations and understanding Akash Baruch's Torah to develop that idea, that sense of understanding, of knowledge, and then certainly to appreciate all the times Akash Baruch has given us that amazing, outstanding feeling of closeness. And not only to sing our song, to sing to Hashem with the old Shali, as the Malbim says in that Pasuk, in the first one of the Halukas. My additional koach and strength and appreciation of the world in Akash Baruch's Torah. To remember to celebrate. To celebrate the buzz as well. But not only to go ahead and express the craving and the wanting, but to express 
a tremendous gratitude for the, for the feelings that we do have and to be mistopic with HaKash Baruch Hu HaKash Baruch Hu gives us Sameach Bechalko and it's ultimately for our good and that's the greatest joy and appreciation that if it could be better it would be that's the best thing for our growth and certainly for building our deep and loving relationship with our Father in Heaven and with His beautiful children. Aunt Ken and I thank you very, very much.